With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Health Media Now with award-winning author and host Denise Messenger for a lifetime of health empowerment. Live by being in the pink, meaning P stands for being persistent. I stands for using your intuition. N stands for networking, and K stands for obtaining knowledge. Our guests entertain and share cutting-edge information. They share with you what may have taken years to achieve through experience in their field. Become inspired and motivated. Reach your full potential with fascinating tips and products. Receive a lifetime of benefits from authors, doctors, practitioners, healthcare providers, and learn about exciting new products. You asked for it, and we deliver. Now, here's your host, Denise Messenger. Well, good afternoon, everyone. I'm so glad that you're tuning in with us today, which is August 4th, 2016. We have a really interesting topic. We're going to be talking about how to eat well if you suffer from pretty much any form of autoimmune disease. And we're going to be talking with Marion Mitchell. She's the co-author of a book called The Dish. And it truly is a real-life guide for eating with autoimmune disease. Um, I've read it. It's really good. And um, you know, she and her um, co-author, uh, Gabrielle Mazar, they educate you not only about the foods to eat, but, you know, what type of proteins and carbs and um, we even go into um, more in-depth than that. Now, a little bit about um, Marion. She, uh, she's a food allergy and recovery expert. So, of course, that means that, that she at one point in time suffered from some, some illness issues. She, um, she's an integrative nutrition health coach, and she's the founder of, of a very successful blog and business called Road to Living Whole. She's also a mother, and she has a passion for preparing deliciously healthy food and creating a powerful, thriving lifestyle for all of those that she loves. So let's bring her on to our show now. Welcome. Hi, thanks, Denise. <laughs> We're glad that you could join us, you know, take time out from your busy schedule and join us today. Uh, I like to start the show out by always asking my guest, how did you get on the path that you're on today? Uh, yeah, um, I have always wanted to be healthy. Um, in my younger years, my teenager years, I really just wanted to be thin. 
And, um, you know, and I went down that roller coaster of calorie restriction and diet pills and all of that. And I just started getting sick and not feeling good. And I'm in my early 20s. I don't feel good. I'm reading all these books about health and nutrition and realize that, you know, there's, there's really something to this. And on my own health journey, I experimented with every lifestyle out there from vegetarian, vegan, raw vegan, clean eating, paleo, traditional. And through that and the years that it took to navigate through those, I realized that every person is different. What works for one person isn't going to work for another Uh, And that's how I found my school, the Institute for Integrative Nutrition. I actually just bought um, the founder's book off of Amazon. I was like, dude, this guy and I like really jive. And then I found out he had a school and I was, and from there I went to the school and I learned over a hundred different dietary theories and how to run a successful health coaching business. And I loved it. And Through that time, my dad was diagnosed with an autoimmune disease. My daughter was diagnosed with celiac disease. I discovered I had multiple food allergies. And so it all just kind of, yeah, it just kind of of became my world. You know, I want my Uh dad to be around for a long time. I want my daughter to have a really thriving life and not have a bunch of complications related to autoimmune disease. And I wanted to feel better. And so that just became my world. I just started studying and talking to practitioners and really through my path learned how to navigate life and thrived in spite of food restrictions and autoimmune disease and what does the science say that works. And And through that, I just developed this passion to educate and empower my clients who have the same struggles you know, to Mm -hmm. have this thing Mm -hmm. outside of your control, this disease that somehow turned on somehow, some way and teach them that, show them that they can be empowered, that they can control this to a degree. And they, there's things that they can do so that it doesn't control their life and they can thrive and have energy and feel good and not be um, on medication, just getting sicker and sicker, hoping the next pill works, that there's things that you can do that you can control and that's just life changing for them. Mhm. 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 And it just well, it really keeps me going. I guess your co-author suffered from an autoimmune uh, autoimmune disease, correct? Yes, Gabby has Hashimoto's thyroiditis, which is um where your body is attacking your thyroid and it it doesn't function as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And when okay. we met, she was newly diagnosed and just trying to figure out what the heck she was supposed to do as a personal trainer, working out eight to 10 hours a week, gaining 20 pounds, 30 pounds in just a couple months. I mean, it was incredibly frustrating for her. And she was looking at all these autoimmune diets, and they were so restrictive and so bland, and there was no way that she could do those right away. It was just it was too much. And she was like, what do I do every day? What can I eat mm-hmm. every day? And, and that's where this book comes from. Interesting, really interesting. And, of course, uh, listeners, the book's called The Dish. Where do you start? Let's talk about that. Yeah, so where do you start? Where you start is, one, recognizing that you have control, things that you can do. And diet 
and what you put into your body plays a huge role in your health. And when you accept that and recognize, okay, I have to change, things are going to be different, then you can take this book and figure out what you're going to do. And where we start is we start with a, 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 a we have a where to start guide. You know, a game, a, the game plan for feeling better, losing weight, and enjoying life. And it's just kind of this guideline that you can make a photocopy of and put somewhere. You know, we're not, while the auto, you have to change your diet with autoimmune disease, you can still mm-hmm. enjoy, enjoy food. And it's just a matter of enjoying the food that gives back to you versus stealing from you or hurting you. And oh, so like chapter thing. one. Yeah, chapter one, we talk about the foods that trigger the autoimmune response. I think it's really important to know what the food you're consuming does to your body. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, when you, and when you understand that, it makes it a lot easier to make better choices. Mm-hmm. So we well, talk uh, about... You, oh, go ahead. You talk a lot <laughs> about um, gut health, and I'm a huge yeah. advocate of that. Almost anybody that I end up coaching, that's one of the first things I tell them that they need to to um, pay attention to because, as you know, our, our um, gastrointestinal system is really where our immune system is. Yes. Yes, that's actually where I start with my with my clients as well is we've got to your, – your gut's destroyed and we've got to get it healed so that you can heal. So what do you do for them? Yes, well, first is we remove the foods that are inflammatory, specifically um, gluten-containing foods. They're so inflammatory. You may or may not be sensitive to them, have a gluten sensitivity or have celiac disease, but gluten has been found to be linked to many autoimmune conditions and being a trigger and making them worse. So when we can remove gluten, we can reduce the grains, which are inflammatory in their own right, and reduce the um, unhealthy fats, reduce the sugar, all those inflammatory foods, and then we add in those healthy fats and all those um, nutrient-rich produce and high-quality proteins. Then your body's getting the nutrition that it needs, and we can start healing. And then on top of that, for gut healing, which we don't cover in the book, but um, I do work on in my clients um, is really adding in fermented foods and bone broth and um, certain supplements that can really just help speed the healing of the gut lining. And when we can get that healed, then the immune system can start um, being soothed and kind of turn off and reduce those flares and reduce those symptoms that are, you know, hurting your life. Now the, the bone broth is something that you have to prepare yourself at home or is it something that can be purchased? Well, it's more cost-effective to make it at home. You can purchase it. You know, um, bone broth is really big in the traditional and the paleo communities. And as paleo has become more popular, then brands are able to sell high-quality bone broth in the stores, especially health food stores. I know Whole Foods has um, bone broth in their freezer section. The Epic brand, you can buy it refrigerated, and then you can also make it yourself, which is really easy to do. I think probably the hardest part is finding high-quality bones, 
from pastured animals. Mm-hmm. But once you find your once you find your local farmer and they and then you purchase the bones from them, it's really inexpensive. All you need is a crock pot and some vegetables, and um, you just let it go for a couple of days. And then you have oh my gosh, really? Magic. It cooks, it cooks for yeah. a couple of days. Well, the way I do it, some people, yeah, yeah. some people boil it stovetop. So there's a couple mm-hmm. different ways you can make more of a stock, which is you boil the bones. The problem with that is that it can destroy a lot of the collagen and the amino acids and the enzymes and things that actually help your your stomach heal. I like to cook it in a crock pot on the keep warm setting. And what that does is it it will kill any pathogens that may get in there, but it also allows the nutrients to release from the bones but not be destroyed. And um, I actually have a recipe on my blog. I just did I just did a, a blog on how and why to get more collagen into your diet, and I have a recipe for bone broth in there, and it has the breakdown of chicken and beef bones and fish and how long to do that for. But it's oh, that's just really wonderful. simple. You need... Yeah, you need two to three pounds of bones, onion, garlic, carrots, celery. I put salt and then a little apple cider vinegar in there to help break down the bones and get all that wonderful nutrition from them. And then you just let it go for chicken bones are 24 hours, beef bones are 48 to 72, fish are 12. And then you just strain it all out and put the the broth in. I put them in glass containers and stick them in the fridge. They last up to three days or you can freeze it and and heat it up on the stovetop when you're ready. Drink it like tea, use it to cook. Um, it's really wonderful. Uh, tell our listeners what your um, your blog address is. Yeah, my website is um, Road to Living Whole, and that's W-H-O-L-E dot com, and then forward slash blog. And you'll find on my website over 100 recipes and blogs focusing on um, living allergen-free, stress reduction, how to keep your home healthy, how to reduce your toxic load. I really try to cover everything that would make um, living healthy, um, accessible, and easy to understand there. Oh, that's great. Uh, Listeners, if any of you want to call in to our show to ask Marion a question, the call-in number is area code 347-324-5328. Again, 347-324-5328. So let's um, suppose that uh, a client comes to you and they've been newly diagnosed with an autoimmune disease. The first step is looking in, into their diet. I, I assume that the second step is educating them about what foods and the meal plans that will work for their specific case. Exactly. Um, and of course, this is inclusive of, of food allergies as well. Mm-hmm. Correct. I know that. Yeah. That initially, when people have to change their their diet, or you know they agree to change their diet, it's probably a better way of saying it. <laughs> uh, it can be really overwhelming um, initially because the mindset is such that um, you know you're used to to eating specific foods, 
and all of a sudden now you're being told, well, you can't have that, you can't have that, and you can't have that, and you can't have that. So how do you how do you deal with that with your clients? <laughs> yes, uh, that is definitely. Um... The emotional aspect of being diagnosed with an autoimmune disease is just you kind of feel like the rug's pulled out from under you and your your world is upside down and it is completely overwhelming. And then to be told on top of it, you know, diet change, I really try to come from a really positive um, approach, you know, yet, you know, what what can we eat? What recipes can we do? Let's sit down and let's make this work for your for your lifestyle. And, you know. Mm-hmm. One of the things that um, I recently had a, a client star, and she was in the place of just it was she was just depressed. It was very depressing for her Aww. that she Aww. had to change, and it, it just broke my heart. And I was like, you know, here's here's something to think about. You have the opportunity, like to, to you have to take care of yourself. Self care is so vital for you. You have the opportunity to live intentionally. And think about what you're doing day to day. You have the opportunity to say no to things that don't bring you joy, that don't bring you pleasure. You have the opportunity to slow down and read books and rest and really enjoy life. And by doing that, you're going to have such a higher quality of life. So you get the opportunity to think about what you're putting into your body and to really live intentionally. And I feel like that is so empowering. She just felt like no, okay. it really is. Yeah, she was able. To, you know, it, she has permission to slow down. She doesn't have to be pedal to the metal all day, every day. And mm-hmm. for her, that was mm-hmm. just kind of revolutionary. Like I, I can say no to things, and it's okay. And I don't have to make mm-hmm. up an excuse. But if I do, it's well. I'm, I, I don't feel. My, I'm in a flare right now. I don't feel good. And. And people will respect that a lot more than just, well, I'm just trying to take care of myself. Oh, well, it's okay, you know. But just to be able to say, no, I, I, I need to do this for me, people are more likely to respect that. And that's what she found in her world when she started saying no to things that she felt so empowered. And um, she started just feeling better. Just getting that stress under control was huge for her. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, yeah, I, and I then to that. Yeah, and then I go a step further, and if if they're local, and even if they're not, we can over you know over Skype we cook together. You know, let's try some of these these new foods that you've never tried before. Let's make zucchini noodles together, or you know, let's some people this is the first time they're eating vegetables, and so let's let's try different ways to eat them. Oh my god! And it. it you know, I try to make it really fun. Let's try this. Let's make this this weird thing. And you know, they can. They, it's kind of no pressure because I'm in there. I'm making it. They're watching. They don't have to like figure out how to do it themselves for 40 minutes. And that's mm-hmm. really empowering mm-hmm. as well. Well, you know, in in your book, you have some some great recipes. And um, for instance, for for breakfast, you have a sweet potato um, muffin. Well, it's actually it's a sweet potato egg. Muffin. <laughs> yeah. And um, I, I'm just wondering, you know, most people work and they're yeah. in a hurry in the morning to get out the door. Which one of your recipes would be um, one that they could actually prepare the night before and then just grab in the morning and take with them? Yeah, so there's a couple different options. Uh, I personally love to make a frittata on Sunday afternoons and eat that for a couple days. And what that is is you 
you brought, you can add anything to it, vegetable, any vegetable, any protein that you want, saute them up, and then you scramble eggs in a bowl, pour them on top, and you bake it. And you can cut it into, like, pizza slices, and our recipe makes enough for, like, three days. And so you just put it in containers, and then you can microwave it and go. There's also um, muffins in there, banana bread muffins, that are grain-free. They're high in protein, and you can make those, and they freeze wonderfully, actually. I always have some in my freezer that I just grab on a, on a morning when I just really have to run out the door and there's nothing else. It's kind of my backup. Okay. So we, uh-huh. we try to make it real-life options. We know that people are busy, and we don't want them scrambling eggs and sautéing vegetables every morning. <laughs> you know, what? <laughs> Some people are not morning people, and they need to run out the door and eat at work. So what can we do for them? And that, that's what we geared it towards. Well, that's, you know, that's, uh, you know, I encourage people to buy your book for that. I mean, it's so helpful because, I mean, like I own so many cookbooks, but one like yours that is specific to prepping breakfast and then being able to grab it on the way out, I mean, that's that's invaluable, absolutely invaluable. One of the reasons I design the recipes that I do is because I love cooking and I love reading cookbooks. I didn't always love cooking. I was actually really bad at it. Um, but becoming a veget- <laughs> becoming a vegetarian and a vegan and all of that, you really have to cook for yourself. And I just got so tired of recipes that took 20 ingredients. At least one of them was really hard to find and really expensive. Uh-huh. And I might never use it again. And I was like, this is ridiculous. And so I've made it my mission to create rec- the best that I can to create recipes that are five ingredients or less plus spices that you can find anywhere or at least at a health food store. Um, because I was and just like, this good. is just too much work. Yes, that's a must. I One of my frustrations with health food is how bland it is. People are so afraid of mm-hmm. spices and all this stuff. And I'm like, dude, I like my food to taste good. I want it. I want to enjoy my meals. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm not going to be, I'm not going to be doomed to a life of bland food. And the only time it tastes good is when I go out to a restaurant and it's not good for me. That's not happening. So that's, that's kind of, and Gabby's the same way. We love food and we're not going to suffer. So let's make it taste good. And that, that was really important. We actually started with over 110 recipes and we went through and had a bunch of our friends taste test them and we narrowed it oh. down to just under 90. Mm-hmm. that's wonderful yeah we wanted the recipes to taste good to people who weren't used to healthy food we can we're so healthy we can kind of taste food a little bit more but when you're coming from Mm -hmm. a processed food high salt high sugar diet health food doesn't taste good so what will work for the people who are just transitioning and that was really important to us well and and the pictures in your book are just amazing of, of these dishes they're just beautifully done <laughs> thank you that was um that was something we an area we've really had to grow in because you can't just put food on a plate and take a picture it just doesn't translate <laughs> well it really doesn't <laughs> but these but these look great though they really do <laughs> <laughs> thank you thank you that was that was uh yeah you know the the book itself took us about a year and a half to put together and it wasn't because we didn't have the recipes and we didn't have the information it was how do we make this look good <laughs> mhm mhm 
Well, you pulled it off. You really did. And Thank you. Like I said the the recipes are just awesome. I'm definitely going to do some of these. I'm t- absolutely. I rec- definitely recommend the um, the cauliflower pizza crust is a huge favorite, and I love the pesto chicken and mushroom veggie pasta. That's um, those two are probably my go-to that I, I use the most, but we eat everything. Like I'm constantly, I have my own copy and I'm constantly like, Hmm, I think I want to make this and I can't memorize over a hundred <laughs> recipes. So it's really nice to have my cookbook on hand. <laughs> oh, I see. You, you did it for yourself. <laughs> well, you we definitely benefit from the process. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's just great. Yeah. And, and it's true. It's all the recipes are um, some are vegan and some have real meat. Real meat, right? Yes, real meat. I mean, you use chicken. You use chicken. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't know if I saw. I can't remember if I saw any actual beef. Yeah, you had beef recipes. I yeah, we now. have. Um, we have a couple too. like steak rubs. We have some pork. Uh, there's some fish with some shrimp. Um, you know, we, um, there's, you know, meatballs, but everything's really nutrient dense. You'll notice that there's, there's vegetables hidden everywhere. And it's just that we want to pack as much nutrition into our meals as possible while making it taste good. And, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, but meatballs without breadcrumbs are just so thick and it's like well you can lighten them up. You can throw some Mm -hmm. shredded zucchini, some shredded cauliflower, you know, it doesn't have to be this meat, dense meat thing. You know, there's there's ways to sneak veggies in everywhere. And with kids, they're, they get really picky. They're really great until about a year and a half, and then all of a sudden something switches, and getting them to eat is really hard. And so <laughs> I'm always trying to find ways to, like, sneak vegetables in there. Um, I feel really lucky. My kids are really pretty good. They love, like, green smoothies. They actually prefer them to be green versus other colors because that's how they've always had them and things like that. But there's still times when they're just – they just won't. And so I'm, like, hiding, like, carrots into my spaghetti sauce and, <laughs> and uh-huh. you know, finding different uh-huh. ways to, to get more vegetables in there. Um, and sometimes, so you know, there's – um, I don't, um, I'm personally not married, but I have lots of clients who are, and their husbands are like, ew, vegetables, but then they're like digging into their meal, and their wife's like, hey, I hid cauliflower in there, but I didn't tell them. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs> that is really funny. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Makes it fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. Uh, we really mm-hmm. haven't talked much about, um, you know, uh, the types of autoimmune diseases that, that exist out there. Um, it might help for us to, to cover that a little bit for our listeners. Definitely. There are over 80 different autoimmune conditions affecting every part of the body. And about 20% of Americans have some, some form of autoimmune disease. That's 50 million people that they know of, it could be more, that suffer from an autoimmune condition. Wow. And it can take 6 to 11 doctors to get a diagnosis if you're ever able to get one. 
which is really frustrating and disheartening. But when you finally get mm-hmm. one, it's like a relief on top of a, well, what do I do now? Mm-hmm. And, uh, I, you know, my daughter has celiac disease, which most people think is a gastrointestinal disorder. You have to have flat villi. You don't have celiac disease. But that's not true. It can affect um, – there's over 300 diseases that are a – that are a form of celiac disease. And if it were to be discovered today, it would actually be considered a neurological condition versus a gastrointestinal one. Yeah. So, yeah, but, you know, that's kind of like the first one. So I really dive into, you know, celiac disease, you know, and oftentimes people with celiac disease also have thyroid conditions because on a cellular level, the thyroid looks like gluten in the body. So once the body goes, oh, I can't, that gluten's a, gluten's a bad thing, then it's looking for gluten everywhere, and unfortunately it'll settle on the thyroid. Um, mm. But it also can't, um, but rheumatoid arthritis is another autoimmune condition, lupus. Um, fibromyalgia, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, there's um, Graves' disease, there's um, eczema, psoriasis, there's a lot of them. There's Again, there's over 80, and some of them have really weird names. Like they've been discovered in other countries. Um, some of them affect the circulation to your hands and your feet. But in any, but in any form, diet matters and removing and reducing as many of the inflammatory foods as possible and really focusing on those nutrient-dense foods will help relieve symptoms and make flares less severe, further apart, and more manageable when they happen. Yeah, it, it all makes sense, you know, because if you're putting all the good nutrients into your body, then it gives your immune system a boost. And with a lot of these, obviously, these autoimmune diseases, your body's attacking itself. Right. Right. And 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 it's hard. Yeah, you get tired, you hurt, you're in pain. People can't see it because it's not manifesting itself on your body. It's inside. And Mm -hmm. many people feel so alone because nobody else really understands what it's like to be in pain and have your body attacking itself, whether it's through diabetes or Crohn's disease, ulcerative colitis, or any condition. It's hard, and it's lonely, Mm -hmm. and that is something that Gabby and I just have a passion for letting people know that they're not alone. There's other people out there, and we're all in this together, and we understand when other people don't. they're, They're compassionate, and they... They want to empathize, but nobody really gets it except for the people who who know what it's like. And mm-hmm. um, we just we want to give people hope, and we want to give them a community that they can go to and and have a be positive. I, there's plenty of negativity out there. You know, let's let's make the most of what what we've been given and make the most with it. Yeah. So so really, um, your website and your blog is is to encourage people. Yeah, and just give it, it support. Is. Uh-huh. It is. We actually yeah. just started a, a a private Facebook group for people called Thriving with Autoimmune Disease. And if you're interested in that, you can email me. You can follow me on Facebook and just send me a private message, letting me know you'd like to be added, and I can send you the link. And we just we really want to make it's it's such a mm-hmm. negative environment that you know, and and it's so helpless, but. You don't. It doesn't have to be, and that's what we want to leave people with: is 
it doesn't have to be, and it can be a blessing in disguise. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think, too, with autoimmune disease, uh, I don't think there's any one person that has the same level of disease, is there? No. In other words, Everybody... uh, one person might have lupus and, and be extremely uh, severe case, whereas another one might be quite mild. Yes, exactly. And, you know, the, the individuality go, of it all is so do frustrating. Do they go into remission? Have, have you yes. had clients that actually go into remission? I have, yes. Um, oh, you know, and wonderful. I always tell them, like, you know, it, 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 if if you there there's other triggers outside of diet. If you're go if you're going to go through a, a really stressful situation, or um, you know, you're going to start running marathons, it might cause you to go into a flare. And that's one of the things as a health coach I try to educate people on is is lifestyle management and stress management with autoimmune disease. What may start out as a mild case, you go into remission for a while, and then you have a death of a parent or a divorce or even pregnancy. Um, When that's over, it can cause you to go into a massive flare you've never experienced. And Mm. giving them the tools on how to deal with that when it does happen. Because, you know, you may be symptom-free, but there's always a possibility of a flare. And that's why self-care is so important. Well, the tools are are for... Yeah, my tools are to make sure that your vitamin D stays in the ideal range of 50 to 70. So getting that checked a couple times per year is really important. Um, making sure your your nutritional levels, that your B12, is, your B12 is where it needs to be, your B vitamins especially are where they need to be. And then stress management, so taking a meditation class, journaling, making sure that when you start to feel run down, you, you rest. Rest is so important. People don't like to, to, to lay down. They feel um, like guilty. they're not contributing. <laughs> yeah, they're guilty uh-huh. that they're not contributing. Whatever it is, when they, when they take time to sit on the couch to make sure they're getting eight or nine hours of sleep, that they need to get, but when you start slacking on those things, you're asking for your body to, for your immune system to get, to rear its head. Viruses can do it too. You mm. can get the flu and that can cause you to go into a flare, you know, so just mm. to be aware, but if your nutrition's on par, you're making sure that your nutrients are where they need to be. Your, your self-care is there. When the flares happen, they'll be less severe and the symptoms will, um, re- will go into remission faster. Mhm. Yeah, I, I you know, and we can't emphasize enough how important sleep is. Yes. You know, you cannot emphasize it enough. <laughs> it is something that most Americans uh they're lucky if they average 7 hours a night of sleep. It's a really Definitely. really uh, difficult difficult thing. You know, and with women being being found to have more the more um, autoimmune conditions compared to men, women are also the primary caregivers in the family. So they're the ones who wake up when the kids are the kids wake up when the kids are sick, and so they are less likely to be able to go into a full remission because just the world is on their shoulders. And so it's really important for their partners to understand that they really have to step up. 
that for your for your partner to have the energy to be able to go out on dates and to be able to have time to give to you and to have things left over for you, you have to be able to make sure that she's getting the care that she needs as well and making sure that she's getting sleep. But also um, I wanted to make sure I brought up how to get quality sleep. I think that is really important because most of us don't even know how to make sure we're getting quality restorative sleep. And so what the is first that? thing you want to do, the first thing you want to do is buy room darkening curtains. You need to sleep in a cave. Light actually affects your melatonin, which is a hormone that affects other hormones. So when you sleep with it really dark, you're actually able to really, really rest. Your body does, isn't on alert looking for something, right? Because if you think mm-hmm. about it, it was mm-hmm. really dark up until we had light bulbs. <laughs> And things like that. Right. And so our bodies knew that there was less danger at night and it could really rest if it's really dark. But if there's light, then animals could find you and other people and things like that. And we haven't been in this modern world for that long. So making sure it's really dark is step number one. Step number two is making it cooler at night. It might make your air conditioner bill go up a little bit or your your electric bill but it's really important to make sure that you're not getting hot at night because then you're not able to fall in as deep of a sleep or stay there for as long because usually when we get hot, that means it's time to wake up. Uh The third thing would be to get off of electronics an hour before bed, at least an hour before bed. And that is so Mm. hard for us to do, but put down the, turn off the TV, put down the computer, put down the phone and open a book or journal or do some restorative yoga, find something to do, whether it's drawing, anything without electronics, and then keep your house dimmer after it gets dark. Don't leave your lights blaring on because then your body's not able to start making melatonin. So those are kind of my four, my four criteria for making sure you get quality restorative sleep. Yeah, yeah. No, those are those are really great. I like those suggestions. <laughs> a little tough when you're traveling, you know, but um, it's like I I went on vacation for three weeks and I was in a zillion zillion different hotels, and typically they do have the blackout curtains, but the air conditioners are so loud <laughs> that it's really hard to sleep. And sure Definitely. Enough, I got back home. I got back home and, you know, I had a few little health issues because my immune system was just shot because I wasn't getting enough sleep. Had a great time, had a lot of fun, but <laughs> <laughs> paid the price when I got back home. Exactly. Like and it's kind of funny. Myself. Yeah, we need a vacation from our vacation when we get home. Uh-huh. uh-huh. <laughs> yep. So uh, what do you feels the most important takeaway when it comes to um, eating with autoimmune disease? It's eating for love, love of yourself. And you want to make sure that the food you eat is building you up and preventing disease versus tearing you down and feeding disease. Mm Mm-hmm. And through our book, we wanted to make that as easy to digest as possible. There's a lot of research out there, and we have pages and pages of sources if you want to go through them and learn more. Um, You know, but diet is the foundation, and then, but don't stop there. 
you know, make sure that you are getting the tests done that you need to get done. Make sure that you're getting sleep. Make sure your stress, you have your stress management techniques that work for you in place mm-hmm. so that you can be healthy. Well, I think it's all just really, really great advice. It really is. Is there um, anything else that you wanted to add to our interview today? I don't think so. We covered some really, really great stuff. We did. And it's I think that really the building blocks, you know, for, yeah, for recovery. You know, and I was, they really are. And um, I'm just, I'm so excited to have the opportunity to talk with you and your listeners. And, you know, I would love to answer any questions that they have. If they don't feel comfortable calling in, you can always, um, there's a contact form on my on my website. You can ask me questions. I would be happy to answer them. And if they're really complicated, I offer free consults, and I would love to just help help people feel better. Oh, that's, that's, that's really wonderful. Marion Mitchell, why don't you tell um, our listeners, where they can purchase your book, The Dish, A Real-Life Guide for Eating with Autoimmune Disease. And then we'll get into, um, again, your your website and then how you can be contacted. Yeah, so The Dish um, is available on Amazon and Kindle and also um, iBooks. Um, iBooks is an e-copy along with Kindle. And then you can get a hard copy for people like me that need to turn pages as well. Mhm. I love to. <laughs> I love turning pages too. <laughs> and then um, your website again, Marion Mitchell. Yes, my website is www.roadtolivingwhole.com. And, and then you, you have can a also. Page. Yes, there's a contact page there, or you can email me at Marion, M-A-R-I-A-N, at roadtolivinghole.com. Wonderful. Well, thanks for spending your time with us today. Um, Like I uh, said before, I'm definitely going to be using some of your recipes. I'm on one of those kicks right now. <laughs> to um, to get even healthier, and um, thanks so much again. Thank you, Denise. Take care. Bye bye. All right, listeners, that concludes our show for today. Please tune again um, next Thursday at four p.m. Pacific time, seven o'clock um, Eastern time. Take care and be well. We celebrate our listeners worldwide and invite you to contact Denise at www.healthmedianow.com with any questions you may have. And follow her on Twitter at Health Media Now and Facebook at Health Media Now. For those interested in an advertising campaign on her show, contact Lisa at knowledgeworkspub.com. Be sure to visit gotcancernowwhat.com for information on Denise Messenger's award-winning book, Got Cancer? Now What?
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.